This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. From Race Wars Podcast, this is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gates Hobby. Can people hear anything we said over that intro? I don't think so. I think that it just comes in right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we should do a dark episode. Like the the lighting options in this studio we're sitting in right now with Chrissy Mayer. Say hi. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to have you, Chrissy. Uh, Yeah, but the lighting options are like either like really giant stage lights. They're almost like spotlights or no light. So we should do a dark episode. No light. (laughs) Yeah, tweet at us. Or you don't have to. Yeah, because you know what? You can't (laughs) see the light (laughs) when you're listening to a podcast. Yeah, but wouldn't it be interesting to do it and then just see if you have a totally different podcast in the dark? I bet you fucking would. You would, because you'd be more in touch with your feelings, I think, than rather like, oh, how is everything I'm saying going over with everybody? Yeah, or it would be totally silent because you'd just be making out in the dark. Yeah, you just hear like a slight (laughs) jerking motion. I'm like, is that a dick? Yeah, because you'll hear just mouth noises and everyone will tune out and disgust <laughs> they're eating again <laughs> we hate the dark episode we shamed Chrissy into not eating Altoids because people freaked out <laughs> she threatened to eat them like chips she said <laughs> like chips for the whole episode <laughs> you're welcome you guys you triggered my eating disorder damn it <laughs> I know you've googled it and it's 0.1 calories per chip <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um, so you voted for Jill Stein. Do you feel like an asshole for it? You know, I guess I, part of me feels like uh, not a poser for voting for Jill Stein because I didn't know. Like, I feel like when you vote, you should be so informed. I feel like everybody voting should know all the shit about all the candidates and have known and kept up for it for like a year. But I like basically kind of walked into the election like, well, you know what? I know Hillary will take... New York. So I think, you know what? And I never thought about my vote this way before. I guess that's part of getting older. But I was like, I actually want my vote to kind of like say something. And if it contributes like 0.0001% to how people view political parties, then I guess it's worth it. Because I was like, it's not a swing state. You know, I just felt like kind of exempt. Like the way that other states, it seems like it's more important. But I didn't expect all this Hillary you didn't vote for Hillary blowback well what's the blowback then I mean not as much now but right after the election like I had some friends like definitely kind of back off a friendship like they kind of yeah like one kind of wow my friends have done that but just because I'm a horrible friend (laughs) (laughs) we can't be friends with you anymore I think I have an issue about but we can still do a podcast yeah I'm doing this by myself in two different voices. <laughs> also, I'm Tommy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now I'm putting on a hat. <laughs> I, I definitely lost a couple of friends over it, I think. Comedy friends? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I've already lost my regular people friends. Because it's like <laughs> when you graduate college, you still have your regular people friends, like from college, and then you slowly get a couple comedy friends, and then a little bit more, and then like the, you know, the friend pie chart gets bigger and the comedy piece gets bigger and bigger until Who were they? White women? Oh yeah. That I went to I went to college at Fairfield University, so they were all Where is that? White, Isn't that Peppy? Yeah, it's yeah, Jesuit. I think about it being it's like private Peppy, Jesuit. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing there. I think I um I took a tour and the campus looked like a golf course and I saw a lot of like attractive 
19-year-old boys with like lacrosse hats and I was, and I was like fuck and I was like yes I'm going here <laughs> look at all this white dick uh, did they have laws against it laws against like the students fucking no because they were Jesuit but they it wasn't like you know they weren't telling us what to do with sex how oh, really? gay are the Jesuits how gay are they I mean they're <laughs> They're pretty gay, I guess, but it's in the best way because you're like, of course they're gay. I felt extremely comfortable around them. They got me to open up. They like to share. Um, they're they're funny. But how gay they're, are they? Like I ha- I, I went like, to a Holy gay. Cross school. Interesting. So. I have no data on Jesuits. Is it Jesuit or de- Jesuit? Jesuit. Oh, I've heard people say Jesuit. Although I wasn't raised that way. Not to cut you off but. no but they're just like the smart ones are they yeah the smart the, catholics okay interesting they they're are the they're more ones. like lib, maybe they're more libertarian i don't know they're a little middle of the road how do they vote mm, oh democrat always they're yeah. smart like they all i think like the jesuits that i know i know somebody who's actually becoming my friends one of my best friends ex-boyfriend is becoming a jesuit priest wow um, what does he have to do to his penis? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Slam it between a textbook <laughs> for 12 years in a row. Uh, you have to use the same Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like they have like multiple masters and shit. Of course they vote left. That's yeah. what smart people tend to do. It, educated. I shouldn't say smart. That's uh, like elitist. I don't mean it in that way. But like people that like go to school a lot tend to vote more left. Educated is more classist than smart. Isn't no. it? Smart's something you're just born as. I, okay. Educated is like a socioeconomic thing, too. But it's yep. factual. I'm not accusing you of being classist. I'm just saying, all right. But it's- there's a difference between <laughs> going through 18 years of schooling and going through 12 years and going through, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. That's exactly. That's I- where the music and the literature and like the adult finer points come in. Because mm-hmm. up until then, you're just like, ah, I need to make a sandwich and add. You know, right. you're like, why can't I be the hottest? Like, I my I was plagued by why I had to like wear back brace and have acne. <laughs> oh, no. What did your friend? Why can't I be beautiful? <laughs> you don't look like the hot girl in high school. I like would never guess that. I, no, I was like a miserable little runt, and I was like not. <laughs> I I didn't know how to laugh about it. Like, you know what I realized? I like never really laughed until adulthood. I just like had my head really up my ass and like took everything really seriously. Oh. I was like really angsty. Like, it's your birthday, May thirty first. So, so you're Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angsty. That's a Gemini thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for fuck sure. <laughs> but that, it's interesting because the Gemini is the sign of the twins, and it's like you had it seems like very opposite life experiences. You know, from going like to a back from a back brace and being kind of like low key, like you're this gorgeous <laughs> blonde. Yeah. You know, uh, you're one of my favorite guests so far. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just low key. What <laughs> perfect. Can I say it. something? Do you know Abby Rosenquist? No. Can I can I out this on the thing what just happened before we came here? Was that who you were talking to on the phone? Yeah, my good friend Abby, friend of the show. Friend of the show. That's why I'm outing her, and she's like a great comic. She's like really cool. But she like Karen got on a phone call while we were sitting at this place called Cafe Noi. I told her to call me. Yeah. Yeah, and you talked to her. I couldn't believe how much you know about face like skincare. <laughs> it was like she knew exactly everything. Like <laughs> technically, did? yeah. I, I do. 
I am wow. now I'm obsessed with skincare. So you're adding remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, both of you. <laughs> I'm like recently. I'm obsessed with it. Like obsessed. Well, because I was like a back brace acne kid. So like you mm. know, you're never not that. And like I'm all like I've. It's it's weird. I have to be like you know you grew up like let it go. But you can. It's well I don't you who am I talking to? But like you people, <laughs> you guys have a problem. <laughs> you're beautiful now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like still shrimp creature. So shrimp creature. I'm obsessed with skincare. Yeah, it's working though. You have really you have good skin. You have ridiculous flaw skin. This is the yeah. compliment episode. Stop. Yeah, you have I'm, good skin too. I'm oh God, thanks. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about my skin. I no. have crazy skin. <laughs> I have psoriasis. Do you want to see something gnarly? No, I won't show you. But you have good face gross. skin. Like you've always yeah, had skin. clear, beautiful Yeah, but it doesn't change skin. the fact that like, you know. I understand. Spots. You have a kind of plague. We we had somebody on that had a skin disorder. Like any sort of skin disorder is like kind of destabilizing. Who did we have on that a skin disorder? Sammy Amounts. Oh, oh, maybe we didn't talk about it on the show, but I looked I at her. thought it was her. also like eczema or something. No, she had uh, psoriasis. Oh, was she okay. peeling it off like a snake? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's that time of the month I have to molt. You oh. turn away and Samia's on the couch and there's just <laughs> deflated Samia skin over here. Really <laughs> well lit and on a stage. Yeah, she's a theater person. She'd do it really fabulously. She's doing a podcast right now talking because she was a Hillary voter, talking to people who, to women who voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, we and might have gotten into it. We might have disagreed. Yeah, totally. It wasn't a big deal. I think in the end we, like, agreed. <laughs> to not be assholes about just, like, having different perspectives. To totally. disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wow, we're not that's huge. <laughs> Most couples never get to that point. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not isn't that the agree. way it should be? Uh-huh. People were such assholes after the election. Yeah. Like, really gross. I don't know, but I, I you was know a what kind I of election hero because I took a bus <laughs> all the way to Philadelphia where my vote fucking counted and I voted. And both my parents are Trump voters. I've said it before. They mean well, but are misguided. And I had to cancel out one of their votes. My sister, I believe, hopefully didn't fuck up on an absentee ballot, although, of course, she fucked it up. So that's one net Trump vote all for right, my well, family. You, thank you. You drove to. No, no, I took a bus that my parents paid for. Okay, <laughs> to vote for Trump. They picked me up and no, no, for, to vote for Hillary to cancel one of their Trump. Did they something. know wow. that's what was happening? Yeah, for sure. I was like, have a nice that's Trump, amazing. and then I went into my booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how could you do that? Do you live in Philly? Hero. Yes, I grew. Well, I grew up. Um, just north of Philly in the suburbs where my parents still live and like my driver's license is still from there. Oh, shit. So like I never changed my, because I always have had a very inflated ego about having a vote that counts. That makes sense. Yeah. It feels, you do feel like a fucking hero every four years. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of effort though to do that. It you know? is. Like, but I missed, I didn't vote. God. The last in the last election, I didn't vote because I didn't want to miss yoga class. I mean, <laughs> so I really come along. There way. are twenty worse reasons to not vote. It's fine. Obama won. Yeah, I knew he. A would. bunch of drones got dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I voted for Jill Stein in that election, and I actually took a bus to Boston so that I could. Vote. It was the last vote I cast there, so I could vote for Elizabeth Warren, who I like a lot. I don't really like politicians, though. Now. Yeah, me neither. You know me what? Fucking neither. It's, I don't like political gatherings i don't want to talk about politics outside of like this context and even here maybe not so much anymore <laughs> oh god I thank know. god i thought i'd do all this studying up i was like i really need to look no. into her yeah. policy Christine, this is what we call a really smart podcast <laughs> we only say political israel 
was like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, so I guess it's called a homework podcast. So you have oh, to homework. God, nightmare. Ooh. Could you imagine? No, but Jill Stein's fun to make fun of, but she's like also like kind of a real person. I don't know. Politics mm-hmm. are important, but like. She has a life. It, like you look at her and you go, oh, that's a woman who sometimes fucks somebody. For sure. <laughs> or an animal. Oh my know? God, you're so right. I said she mean, was like hot she's before sexual? this. There's like something about sexual? Jill Stein where you're like, oh, this chick fucks. <laughs> Whereas when you look at Hillary, you're like, she hasn't fucked in so long. Right. Poor girl. That's you know? so detail. That's so deep. I feel like that is literally the fundamental. They're like, why Hillary lost? Not because Jill Stein's so sexual, sex. but <laughs> she gets no. Realness, no cleavage, no warmth, nothing all. that you like about women does she exude. And, and you're she's, like, oh, if you're going to get behind a women president, you should have to exude some kind of mom vibe. A mom or a sex vibe. Yeah. You have a choice. You have to, or both, yeah. if you want, because everybody's into that. Or like a secretary, like which is what but I do. But it's like, <laughs> but everybody loves that. I know, everybody you're very like working girl. Thing. Oh, God, thank you. Is, thank yeah, you. yeah, totally. <laughs> I have a client after this. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, you do. This is so empowering to women. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God. Do you know they're making a Broadway musical out of working girl? No. Yeah, you should star in it. Can you sing? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Mateo Lane, but, you know. Uh, who we're obsessed with. Yeah, like the most talented person working in New York right now, I think maybe. It's what, One maybe of them. the single most talented person individual I've I think so met. and well-rounded versatile but that's what I'm saying he's like a professional star. level star quality at like four yeah. things totally separate things yeah. that have nothing to do with each other illustration and comedy that's and opera? unheard of yeah and yeah yeah, good for the gays. He's a national he treasure. He is good for the gays. Really yeah. good for the gays. Yeah. He raises, he raises, he's uplifts everyone. Totally. That's why I have him on my show like all the fucking time. Uh, the show I do at Stonewall Inn. Like, I want to book, like, mostly right. LGBT people, but he is just, like, such a treasure. I'm like, Mateo, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing for Pride? Pride's coming up. <sighs> you know, my uh, kind of nothing. Like, I have it. The way that Stonewall falls is the first Saturday of the month. So there was the June one, which was the anniversary show, which is June 3rd. And then the anniversary next one after that, Pulse. the anniversary of oh, the your comedy show. show. Oh. But it also was the Pulse anniversary. Yeah. And the show we did Oof. last year. Sorry to pun guys. <laughs> <laughs> too soon for a pun, guys. Too soon. Uh, never too soon, I say. <laughs> last year, we did a fundraiser for the Pulse victims. And we donated a bunch of money. And then this year, we did a fundraiser for New Alternatives. And they uh, they help LGBT homeless youth in the city. And I was like, this sounds great, too. And then, so then the next show after that is July 1st, which I know is like past Pride time. But I just... I don't I mean, know. It should I always have a be lot pride of time. Weddings and birthdays and pride time and pride month. Like I spend a lot of money. Like it's everyone's fucking birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are getting married. It's peak gay season. It's like like you know what I mean? It's like like wedding Easter. planning. And it's like everything's <laughs> blooming. You do more for gay people than most gay people do. Oh my god. <laughs> like you're like raising <laughs> money left so and right. Much. <laughs> Holy shit. I just uh I don't know the place is really awesome and it's weird when i was looking for a show four years ago i wasn't like not that i didn't care about lgbt people i just didn't know any really closely and i just was like but then the more i did a show there i'm more more i'm like this is such an important place to be like you you really feel the history and you're looking into it and then i look back at my lineups now and i first started that show i had like maybe one gay person on the lineup and then I just realized, like, oh, this is not at all the right brand of show for this spot. Like, this has to be, you know, why not use this as an opportunity to bring up every single LGBT, you know, stand-up comic I know. 
because what other show is doing that? I just felt like it was important, and uh, and then just became like really passionate about it. You got to honor that space, yeah. too. Yeah, and you you really feel it when you're space. there. You're like, oh wow, this show needs to be like kind of special, and not just like another bar show. Smart. I just went and saw. Speaking of like face care and faggotry, I just went and saw. <laughs> you know we love those. <laughs> Is that like carpentry? <laughs> yeah, like with, with a different kind of manual labor. Different <laughs> rope tying. <laughs> but um, I went and saw like the Viva Mac, the Viva Glam Mac cosmetics campaign. Do you know about that? I'm familiar. Yeah, this does amazing work for like HIV/AIDS and like all, all sorts of stuff, gender uh, justicey oh. sort of stuff. And they did a documentary that's going to be, they produced a documentary that's going to be on Showtime called, I think, Beyond Tea. And I went and I saw, like, they follow, I think, like, nine different trans people around their lives, one of whom works at a MAC cosmetics counter and is, like, fabulous and talks about how MAC changed her life. And, and, you know, that was, like, interesting because it's, like, authentic it's like authentic people telling stories in this like very corporate art. It's really cool. Yeah, but also kind of like not, but 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 <laughs> but also kind of. I was like conflicted. Also, can I just like fully you really disclose yes that? <laughs> <laughs> no, just in like this place that's really important to gay people, the Stonewall Inn, which is credited as being, which is where you do your show, which is credited as being the birthplace of gay people. Of the gay rights movement, as we <laughs> all know gay it, people of all of us. Man up and gets crowded. We're all born Our wherever babies. Judy Garland stood. <laughs> Place is full of babies. They're all gay babies. They're gay babies. <laughs> the most precious babies. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, that's where the police raided the night or the, like, I'm sorry, I should know this. I think it's 1969. the night. 1969. It yeah, is 1969. It, I think it's June 28th. Yeah, fuck yes. it. Stonewall riots? Yeah. But it's like, um, it's like they rioted. It's like right when Judy died, Judy Garland. It's the night or the night after she died. Oh, the great died. Judy riots at Stonewall yes, Inn? <laughs> literally. That changed the face of America. I would not be sitting here. I would have a wife. I would have, I don't know. That's not You'd true. You'd have a I would have killed myself. Because I'm here in New York. <laughs> I can do what I want with all ten of my fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you both have like little uh, fingery things, right? You both. What? Fidget spinners? Um, <laughs> no, but having you both fingered girls. Is that what we're calling that? it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I full on hooked up with women. What does that mean? What does that mean for um, a woman? Like you went down on? Yeah. Or uh, like you used a dildo on them or something. Oh, yeah. You fucked women. Wow. Not okay. a lot. Karen has, a, has <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't fucked a girl. No. But that's interesting. Like women, do you identify like since you have done that and you've like like sort of had your experiences, Karen, do you like identify with like the pride stuff? No, but I also don't feel like I definitely would. If someone was like, what do you feel like you are? I feel like I'm truly bisexual, but I don't feel like uh, gay enough to like you know, I don't feel like I uh, at all like belong in there. It's weird. It's something about like the B feels like the lightest aspect. Do you of- feel like that or do you feel like that's how other people feel? Uh, I feel like that and mm-hmm. it's probably, if I'm feeling it, it's probably other people feel it too. I feel exactly the same way. You know? Yeah, it's like it's like a lifestyle choice to identify with this. I'm like, yeah, I just like, I guess do what I want. It's to like I do it on the side. People I want to do. Yeah, 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 right. It's like... 
It's like a side. It's like a part-time job being bisexual. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, because I have a boyfriend. I've had one for like two and a half years, so I'm not like out there looking for women, but we have like hooked up with a stripper and like we have, you know, like we're interested in it, but not constantly looking for it. So it's, I guess it changes. It's like, oh, based on the person. But like before that, I was like, involved with these couple married couples and no shit that was really fun too was it did it ever get weird or was it always like no. ideal that they had each other and like left you alone i think everybody has to know how to behave in that situation like you don't want to be too clean of a unicorn and they don't want to be too clean of a couple because that seems really abrasive and weird like you have to be you just kind of have good communication like establish what the boundaries are like if you have any things that you don't want to do and, like, I had an easier time because I was the single girl in both of them. You know, when you're, like, the girl in the relationship, if it's, like, your typical two girls, one guy thing, she holds all the cards. Like, if she's not cool with it, it nothing's happening. She's the linchpin. If she gets upset, like, getting her back or something has to be the number one priority because, like, and it's weird. In that way, you feel like, oh, I'm separately hooking up with this woman and I'm separately hooking up with this guy because you wouldn't hook up right. with the guy the way you would if you were just with a guy. Right. Because cause you're like holding back a lot of your best moves because like <laughs> this woman is right there. You're like, right. really? Am I going to bring up the A plus game? And then I leave and you guys, uh, you know, I'm just going to be like regular. <laughs> like a solid regular, but not like, you know, doing gymnastics over anybody. Why not? That's what's so <laughs> fun about like gay threesomes. Everyone's showing off. Oh wow, that's funny. And I'm trying to be like not it's, always. it's such a woman thing. Like I'm yes. gonna be demure. <laughs> that's still the show. <laughs> During a threesome, yeah. <laughs> that is a girl thing. Like, Sorry. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Have you ever been a part of a two guys, one woman? Yeah, they were young. Not young, not like nobody called the police. They were like 25. <laughs> um, How long ago was this? And I was 30. So maybe they were like, they were maybe three years. I kind of forget. This was two, two and a half, three years ago. So you're 33. So I was 30 then. Or 29. And these guys were like 20. Actually, yeah, maybe 26, 25. But they went to the same college as me. They just no, were super several young years. Oh, like and they, guys? They don't, Did they, they do anything? They barely know what they're doing with one woman, let alone two of them. Like, I just was like, guys, I feel like I want to send you back out. It's like when you catch a fish that's too small. I just was like, yeah, I got to throw this back. Who is this going to feed? It's not going to feed so, me. Uh, who came? Uh, they both did. Because I kind of, at one point, they became like, not that they're, either of them were alpha but in a threesome they both were starting like butting heads and they were kind of, you could see there was like a struggle over like who who like was in charge of this <laughs> not me I'm just a pinata uh, so then they had to like separate and then I literally was like okay you stay in this room and you go in that other room I'll get to you in like god give me fucking 10 minutes then all of a sudden I'm like working this I'm like when was I like hired catering now I'm like working this threesome you're a good person I'm just like you all right, I'll, do, the I'll do this guy I got him off and then I have to go this one do the kind of overweight guy okay everyone's happy bye I'm going you know wow. this was way more work than I thought what a suck selfless person you are you should have gotten paid what a take one for the team person you are I am I'm a number two personality that's like a <laughs> someone's like a giver people pleaser I mean I also it's something I go to therapy for too <laughs> does your therapist know about this specific story um no what she knows I've 
fooling around with women, but I haven't. No, like when would my three-way stories come up? Just with as my an therapist? example of how you're a real people pleaser oh, and like didn't God. like didn't have to get off yourself and like That's went funny. to supper rooms to work a threesome that you were literally not paid to like. It's not <laughs> not that you're like I didn't a sex worker. I traumatize but... her because I look at her and I'm like, oh my therapist. She's like, you know, a little bit younger than my mom, but she's like a oh, mom really? type thing. So I don't want to like come out with all my dirtiest sex stories right away. I mean, like I just I've been seeing her since April. Oh, it's still brand new. Yeah. Oh, it's new, yeah. <laughs> I am like starting to date her. She really, she goes, you know, we'll, we'll see if it's right, like after a certain amount of time. And I already felt like pre-rejected. I was like, wait a minute. Can I do anything to piss you off? Like, am I okay? So I'm evil, tra- I'm evil even trying to people please my therapist. I'm like, do you like me? Don't leave me. What did she say? She was like, was you're she great. Like- She's like, no, you passed. She's like, you know, I would have known what I didn't like about you by now. And she's like, I don't do. She seems very um, triggering. What, what doesn't she do? I want to hear that. She will flat out not accept narcissists. I was like, but you know, I'm a comedian, right? Like, how separate is that? That's she's like, so sad. She's like no one some, accepts narcissists but themselves. Maybe that's why they're narcissists. <laughs> I know. Those are the last people who would ever go for therapy. So you're, ah, it all point. works out because they'd be like, uh, you're wrong. Totally. She said like Trump. She's like, I could never uh, like be Trump's therapist because he's just if you're not there if you're not in therapy to like open yourself up to work on yourself like if you have all the right answers then of course you can't how do you mold that how do you like make that person more self-aware when self-awareness is their problem mm. you're like an antibiotic resistant bacteria yeah you're and fucking scary as shit too much of a good thing and then she also said I don't do <laughs> Gets I, bad. and I don't do pedophiles I was like oh well I get it <laughs> Well, I bet those two things are running rampant. You know who like, sees pedophiles <laughs> everywhere? That guy Mike Cernovich from like the alt-right, whatever. What does it say about you if you, you see pedophiles see everywhere? Pedophile. It's like hating gay people. Like, well, you're obviously gay. Obviously. Wow. Who would hate gay people? He sees for- like yeah. pedophile rings yeah. everywhere in Hollywood, but he's not <gasps> wrong know, about I that. I didn't know pedophiles had their own jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Changes things, I'm doesn't it? I'm going to Google pedophile jewelry right now. Well, and I'll get put on clearly you don't care about the bee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the rings are kind of the best part. That's why really do you think funny. the Olympic rings are rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Why are they rainbow? Because they're wonder. all gay children. Because everyone's gay <laughs> at the Olympics. I am Googling pedophile jewelry, everybody. You've heard it here first. See, they wear like a, like an orange string or something so they can recognize each other in public. You know where it's like popular is like with like um, like gay directors in Hollywood. I hear about Brian that. Singer. So he's not wrong. It does exist, but so he what like, we is always pedophilia? tweeting about if it. If you can, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that someone's not a pedophile just means they can't get away with fucking kids. Like they're not a powerful director or something. Or oh, that's funny. You haven't silenced them enough. Yeah, like the rest of us are scared because like. I mean, not that I want to fuck a child. I don't want this podcast to be evidence. I mean, some of them are pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, some of them are really hot, but <laughs> I don't want to have amazing sex with them. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is evidence now. Now this is really evidence. <laughs> Uh, Exhibit A. I want everyone to know how uncomfortable she looked. This was definitely a joke. She didn't mean any of those She looks pretty comfortable to me, actually. I feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't feel wrong about any of that. Why are my pants wet? Oh, God. <laughs> Something's warm and wet. <laughs> yeah, but Stonewall's oh, the that best. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> gay people. Oh, God. Now it's too gay and it's because of oh, me. It's unacceptable. God. <laughs> it's really Finally, hilarious. somebody's being oh, uncensored. Queer people are very censored i, I mean really? like, uh, some it, i think depending on where you go my friend jewelry. is still by is this a joke <laughs> oh 
it's real. If you Google see. image search pedophile You're jewelry. You're on a list. My picture's being Wait, taken through your camera looking at no. it. No. Really? Yeah, it's like Celtic naughty. Hold on. Does your picture get taken based on what you look at on the internet? I mean, don't you assume. Wait. Wow. That would okay. be brilliant. Oh, it's a little bit Illuminati-ish, yeah, but yeah. like a fun puzzle for, for children. Like, a, you know, the Masons <laughs> have their own sign? It's like, like well, because it's, yeah. like it's like a um, concentric triangle, kind of like a spiral, but <laughs> a triangle. Not a consensual triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a non-consensual. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, uh, for, like a maze for kids. Yeah, like a labyrinth <laughs> wow. type thing. And it, the maze leads right to your dick. Uh, <laughs> like a coloring that's book or something. Horrifying. Oh my god, that is hilarious and so wrong. So that's uh, <laughs> really disturbing that there's like a whole line of pedophile jewelry. I can't wow. believe. Can we talk about the Jill Stein thing for one second? <laughs> Be, speaking of pedophiles, because <laughs> she'll never come uh, on this straight show. Straight from pedophiles <laughs> to Jill Stein. I wanted it to be in one sentence in addition to you saying that, um, <laughs> just funny. so we alienate our number one dream guest <laughs> oh. um, we threw time. Chrissy we threw a party that we called green party oh cool was it like the other is it like a couple weeks ago yeah, yeah totally. and it was yeah, like I a, told you about a ton it. of weed and like green party people and then it was first I made a weed slow. cocktail is yeah, it was nerve wracking to throw a party Huh? It was, oh, I had just gotten off the plane from Sweden, like, hours earlier. I was fucking beat. There was, I, wow. I had to, like, take an Adderall and a nap and a shower. Like, it was. <laughs> all the things. It was, <laughs> I, like, did all the things I could do, but put no money into it or bought any kind of provisions. That was all Tommy. But anyway. Well, and Cookie Puss. And Cookie Puss, our friend Cookie Puss. Yeah, but we kept person? it cheap. We just, like, made, like, cheap booze. <laughs> no, it's like it's a Carvel cake. It's a Carvel cake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chocolate crumbles. Yeah, yeah, he's our. You would, I think, enjoy Cookie Puss. Cool. Sounds Cookie like Puss nice, is great. Yeah, yeah. but you know but what? Anyway, Here's the wait, thing. Yeah, yeah so it started like, off really slow. Off it started off slow, and then as night fell, people showed up. Like all these Green Party people, like a lot local of people, people and, like a couple yeah. national people, and like political people, really political wow. people. They just had a conference, and they came like literally from the conference. Did you to know this that party. they had a conference? Yes. Like put, Tommy planned it around this conference because it was Holy like with like because we interviewed all them. these Green Party people. We're gonna still talk to Green Party people. But we had a thing about it for like a while where we were like really fascinated by it, and like it's kind of like a messy like real party like no and people that listen to the show actually probably like we like went hard on green party stuff because the green party is really interesting and in new york city at least because it's really decentralized which is part of the like major problem with the green party is that it's completely decentralized so the like Hmm. national party jill stein and everyone around her is completely disconnected from all the green parties wow a lot the national people that were here came to this party and met at this party that we threw that was messy as fuck (laughs) by the end of it, to be completely honest, but in a good way, in like a fun way. It was like totally cool. But um, They've all been like running campaigns for free while they do a regular job. It was super fun. The political people get drunk and want to talk about politics and like changing shit, which is like awesome, but also like not like a party that I throw. Do you know what I mean? It's like a party that I'll go to, I'll make an appearance at. But it was like the whole. Like there was no dog. Like, oh, there's <laughs> a dog. There was yes. a dog. Perfect. There was no. There was a dog. Was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't even enough. It was okay, like. I won't out the him, dog was green. But one of the, the Green ro- Party candidates oh in New York oh fed the dog that was there all these hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> thinking he, I won't say which, which Green Party candidate. No, you can't. No. You can't. But one of them fed this we'll dog that lived in this building all these hot dogs that <laughs> were left cute. over. 
And the sick? owner was like, it's going to have horrible diarrhea now. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> it was funny. a great moment. It was like in someone's backyard. It was like a dogs love bush hot way. dogs. Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah, the diarrhea dogs we served were very popular. Totally. Diarrhea dogs. Oh, it's my but, favorite band. <laughs> uh, it got too real. It got too real. We were like, I, oh my God, with the politics, like, to have a whole party that's just like a politics party, it was like... We were like, oh, yeah, like, it's not, well, it's just like, stop being that hilarious like after them. the whole night that you're talking about politics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Remember when we thought Jill Stein was going to come? Because they were like, Jill Stein might come. Yeah, that and was And we exciting. couldn't tell anybody at the what? party, but we had to, like, go outside to make sure that there was a sign on the outside of this building so people knew which one it was. Right. Wow. Was this an apartment building? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, in a backyard. But you it was have to one get of those warehouses owned by Hasidic like, people Bushwick. that they pay no attention Ooh, to. Right. So, like, this place actually... Uh, it was kind of dope. was super dope. Yeah. It was like really cool loft spaces. And then the people that lived there like had a whole community garden in the back. Oh, wow. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was like they were growing all a lot. It was like very self-sustaining. I mean, it was trampled and pissed on by the dog. But <laughs> it was very the, walking but it was dead. organic. <laughs> like it's where if the walking dead happens, I'm going straight to this place. Remember that one chick was walking around the party with like a clump of plants in her hand? You're like, <laughs> God, could you look any more typical? <laughs> Typical white lady stealing the plants from the green party. (laughs) What are you, poison ivy? Come on. What will a white woman not steal? (laughs) (laughs) God. The Uh, boy. I don't know. The White House, apparently. Uh, Not even a bronzer (laughs) is safe from the white. (laughs) Too soon. That was a Jill Stein joke. Jill Stein, Jill Stein, friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Enemy of the show. Actually, one of the guys told us we needed to be careful. This is kind of like a recurring theme, though. One of the guys told us, he was like, you can't talk to Jill the way you talk to people. Yeah, we can. Yeah, she's not a person. She's a person. Yeah. She's having sex. <laughs> we know she's fucking. I know, but we, we might need to. <laughs> Tell that to him, whoever said that. <laughs> but we, she, we know she fucks, so. You think she fucks? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I just talk to him? Like, <laughs> What's the problem, Jill? Get over here. <laughs> I hope she listens to this one day and blushes. <laughs> no, she, she, she's totally chill. Apparently, she just goes with Chill, that. Jill. Yeah, get the fuck chill, over Jill. here. Chill, we have wanted Jill. to talk to you, Jill, first of all. Netflix and Jill. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> Goddamn it, Chrissy. You're a genius of comedy. Netflix and Jill. Chrissy, uh, you are really funny. Oh, when wow. I watched you on stage, you had this hilarious line that I still tell to people and a tribute to oh you my God. About, um, I'm about to put this in my spank bank <laughs> Chrissy goes Chrissy goes um, are there any uh, loose women here to the crowd and they get weird and she goes I don't mean loose like promiscuous I mean like single extra <laughs> 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 oh yeah like extra like on, on their own like they're loose coins <laughs> like a loosey <laughs> holy shit I forgot that I said that I have to write oh that God, down so, that was just like you said that off the cuff that was so wow. Wow. funny oh my god that's been making me laugh for like a month and a half that like really makes my day because like I don't even remember saying that <laughs> what's and that's, the CH my, the start of my name you mean what you said when I saw you on the CH on the CH on the stage oh on the stage on, on stage on stage on stage on yeah, stage oh that was like a weird what show was that do you it remember was here. yeah it was here it was like a month or so ago. Do you, do women do a lot of shows together? Like, do white women do a lot of shows <laughs> together? Is this race wars? No. <laughs> no, no. The reason I ask is because, like, Mateo Lane was our guest. <laughs> no. no, just I'm, I'm curious how, like, politics, the politics of comedy work. Because, like, Mateo Lane was saying that they don't book 
one, there's not a lot of gay comics that are doing clubs in New York. There's like three, it I sucks. think you said. There's such a, there's like, the clubs get a, like, they like two or three, and then that's it. They're like, we got our gay person, let's move on. They're not like actively seeking out, I think, gay talent. Like, if a Mateo Lane comes along, you, of course, that's an obvious yes, but they're right. not like, for example, who's going to think to like maybe go to my show or these like special... I don't think that the industry bookers for like The Tonight Show and Colbert, that's the same one, and Fallon, <laughs> I don't think they're scouting gay shows as much as they are mm. the regular comedy clubs. Mm. So I think that's why it's like a natural lack of diversity. Is it because, are the gay shows messier? Because like queer shit can be really fucking messy. It can be, In yeah. a beautiful way. It can no be, shame. yeah. Sometimes yeah. it can be more, oh, is this cabaret feeling? Like I just did a great show recently. It's called Queer Ball at the UCB East. And they have, I was like one of the few stand-ups. I think there was drag. There was like yeah. kind of funny, like drag dancing and singing and like a regular sketch. So that was like a true variety show. I was like the only stand-up. But they like, I've never felt so much love. And then you'll hear people go, oh, well, sometimes it's hard to do a gay room. Like I've heard um, like, you know, Tim Dillon and sometimes others will be like, I really hate to do comedy for like a gay room. But Tim it Dillon's could be different a... for them because they are gay and like being judged maybe differently. I don't know. Yeah. yeah 100% I don't think gays I've are so for mean, just like, like women are. Yeah. But wait, <laughs> isn't women. Tim Dillon like the Trump voter comic too? Uh, I mean, it, it appears that way. Like, that's definitely his stage persona. Okay. So, yeah, gay people want to, like, probably get violent with him. Oh, yeah, they probably think that he's... The devil. A turncoat. That's so silly. What did Mehran, Mehran called me that I love comic? Mehran. I know everyone does. I he hates love me. <laughs> he doesn't hate you. He called me a turncoat. He's a, I think he called me a turncoat <laughs> homosexual. Why did he call you a turncoat? That's such an old word. Oh, Mehran. Because um, he was defending word. women, and I was like, he, "Why do you care so much about women? Why are you defending women? Like, why are you?" They like, don't need you. No, we need everybody. <laughs> but he was like defending them to Kurt on race wars. Wait, defending all women for what? What know. did we do? I don't know. Listen to the episode. I can't remember. The, I honestly <laughs> you can't remember. He <laughs> was speaking on behalf of women, and I was like, "What I thought was happening." As I can't remember the details of the conversation, but what I thought was that he was actually like saying something about the way men are on like gay apps uh -huh. and like in the gay world but um was like attributing it to straight men in this weird way hmm. so that's what i said to him and then he called me a turncoat homosexual which i probably was being but if you ever start rapping that should be your name I've yes. since looked him up. <laughs> <laughs> or start an improv team <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Turncoat homosexual. homosexual. I think that's your album cover. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever do one. Uh, God uh, forbid. And it's you on a horse with no pants. And like, a, like, <laughs> <laughs> like American Revolution. I'll never get on a horse after Christopher Reeve. Uh, really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I only I'm got on kidding. a horse after that. I was like, yeah, it looks like fun. It's like really fun. <laughs> Look how much attention he's getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he became like yeah. skydiving. Oh my God, you're so brave. <laughs> yeah, I'm Parents tell them they love him now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, poor Christopher Reeve. Uh, Is you he know, still I grew up on Reeve Road. No way. In Long Island, in well, Rockwell Center. A daily painful reminder. <laughs> <laughs> How did you live? Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, our house is shaped like a horse. Um, <laughs> there's a guy with a broken neck who's laying outside all the time. And I was like, this is weird. 
<laughs> uh, Reed Road. It's like the last road in Rockville Center, and then our our backyard was. What like was your exact street Malloy address? College eighty one Reed Road. <laughs> My parents are selling the house. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh good. They the should Chrissy, get a good no. price. <laughs> no, some of your mail mail still comes here. Famous comic Chrissy Mayer grew up at uh, eighty one Reed Road. Do you know I'm from the same town as Amy Schumer? She went to my high school. And I know, like, there's a house, like, uh, a block away that she used to live in. Like, Amy's family lived in a couple, I think, different houses in Rockville Center. But my sister remembers because she was in her grade. She's like, that used to be Amy Schumer's house. How old is Amy Schumer? Like, almost 40? She's 35 or 36. Oh, she's young. um, Because my sister's about to turn 36. And it's, like, it's crazy because I still look at her and she'll always be 16 to me and always be, like, 14 to her. So it's weird to say you and your that. Sister. We're tight. Sorry, We're you and Amy Schumer. Like, oh. She'll always be like a child to me. Oh. <laughs> How do you guys know each other like that? <laughs> she'll always be somebody who's playing volleyball. Like, <laughs> and yeah. I'll be like, shut up, Amy. <laughs> My sister would say that it, like, apparently she would make fun of her. Like, I never saw Oh, it. she got bullied by Amy and I was, Schumer. And I, don't, I was like, in wow, what way? Wow, you heard it here first. Chrissy's sister. Oh. Bullied by Amy. And then it was, it was like, a good scoop for us. But good <laughs> for really? the show. Thank you. But I don't know. And I was like, what say exactly more. would she say? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't the only one. But maybe my sister is sister. <laughs> Your sister sounds like a bitch. But maybe, um, <laughs> she sounds like fun. <laughs> maybe she deserved to, to, to get bullied. She didn't go to her prom. I didn't you know. either. She's in the AV squad. I mean, oh. I, I was in the AV squad too, but like, you know, I went to the prom. In the cool way? <laughs> oh, yeah. In like a prom way? Oh, I went to prom. I wish I skipped my prom. I wore a white dress to prom and oh, then I thought you were going to follow up period. with. <laughs> <laughs> I had my period during prom. Uh, you're like, the curtains match the drapes, guys. Yeah. And I was like, why does the TJ want to dance with me? And then I get home, take off my dress. I'm like, there's a fucking period stain. Nobody, everyone. On my dress. And no one was and chill enough to you. fucking say anything. It's like yeah, having it's something in your teeth that's worse. It's like a girl's at her prom. Yeah, you should tell her she. Bleated through her dress. You look like Carrie. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, did you have an abortion in the dumpster? Now if you saw that, you'd be like, shit, this girl had an abortion at prom. She didn't want to stop dancing. and worst night of your life. <laughs> she was uh, feeling you it. clean up your umbilical cord is clogging up the toilet. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything to Chrissy. She's like really feeling herself. <laughs> Girls are so cruel. I know. Oh, there's no sisterhood. I know. I'm watching that show on What's It Called? Netflix and Jill. What's it called? Netflix and About Jill. About the girl who kills herself in high school. It's horrible. 13 Reasons Why. Have you heard about this I've show? Yeah, the show? but I, I have not it. yet watched it. Yeah, but people keep saying that it's... Awful. Really? Awful. I couldn't remember if they awful said it was in a good, good or way. Or awful. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's like actually yeah, not that well written and I think kind of manipulative, but like really hooky. Like I'm into Ooh, it. I like that. I like yeah. shitty and hooky. Shitty and... It's like Law and Order SVU, but like, like not... Law and Order SVU. That's going to be the name of my audi- autobiography. Shitty also, and Hooky, the Karen Ruggles story. <laughs> We're like getting all of our titles for each other. <laughs> oh, that's a, the uh, title. We had a productive writing set. This has been great. Wait, so you, who are your like women that you like in comedy? Um, like to be physical with? Yeah. <laughs> to put a dildo on and fuck. <laughs> Other than Amy. Uh, Amy, sure. Amy's the top, don't lie. She... I, yeah, with her probably I would, I'd want to be a top. I'd be like, uh, I want to breathe. No, it's <laughs> sizes. It's really sizes, and I think we, she and I probably weigh the same. But um, uh, who is funny? Bonnie. Hmm. 
man, I really think Sydney Washington and Marie Faston have something really special. Mm-hmm. They are like they're complementary, but they're not like clones of each other. Like you look at them and you go, oh, maybe they're the same. They're not at all. Like they just look kind of similar, but then. Uh, and the way that all black people look similar. No. Is that what you're saying? Like, like sometimes, like, when they do <laughs> their hair, they're hireable, hashtag Like, sometimes when, like, but they both have, like, amazing bone structure. Yeah, and they're, yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. great well, they're both, shape. Like, they're two beautiful black girls with, like, s- similar, like, edgy style. Yeah, and they're really cool. And I was like, yeah. they're going to make it. I don't know, Tim Dillon, he's not a woman, but I think he's, like, has so much star quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, so many people that I, I haven't even Mateo. seen their comedy, but I've been hearing mm-hmm. about them. Oh, yeah, Mateo. He's, like, like about to, like, any second he's he going to blow the blow fuck up. up, I'll just be, like, something's wrong with no, the world. No, it's not. It's literally not possible. Like, it literally I'm, would be, like, worse than North Korea. I'd be, like, <laughs> Mateo not blowing up. North Korea uh, just killed an American. Yeah. So yeah. No. We were talking about that. I was talking about that with my boyfriend earlier, and it was just, like, crazy and then because my sister's boyfriend has an 18 year old son who's in the military so he was like mm. oh fuck like if that were me and my son got tortured like i would be on a boat over there to just start shooting people now and i was like wow like parenthood really what do you think we people. have done to north to koreans that we've captured just a lot of jokes about nail salons i bet <laughs> and dry cleaning they're like, they're like we've had it we've had it we're not all math and science people <laughs> My uncle told my cousin when he Don't started dating an Asian woman, I bet she does laundry really well. <laughs> I know. She probably did. Boston. I give her my prom dress. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't mean she did, but like you're working with a certain set of probabilities and why is it wrong to say that? Yeah. The likelihood is greater than not likely that she is fucking baller at laundry. <laughs> and her vagina is just tighter than mine and Karen's. And tilts slightly to the side. Really? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's true. True racism. That's really funny. (laughs) Tilted vagina. So hateful, actually. Uh, Really out of line. Yeah. Yeah, completely. I shouldn't put my real name on this. Yeah. Please don't, Chrissy. You're smart to not have your real name out there. I mean, your real name is Boris. What? (laughs) Oh God, that makes me sound so cool. Like I have a different name. Yeah, you're a 007 kind of. I'm actually a 34 double D. (laughs) Yeah, you fucking are. Uh, New scoop. You hear to hear hear to hear first. Hashtag boobs who's your favorite who's your favorite comic that you've ever gotten into a feud with a feud mm-hmm. do you feud do you feud if f- <laughs> I mean, feud do you mean like lost friends um could be lost friends could be just like how to beef with. whatever it means with yeah feud feud <laughs> yeah i said <laughs> fucking hungry. Feud. i'm gonna eat feud <laughs> um it's what i just said uh i used to be i think when also i have comic friends and then we become distant or the friendship fizzles like i take that really personally and like totally you shouldn't because the other person could be going through something like you know you just never know people shit is always exclusively about them and literally never about you and it like yeah took me a thousand years to figure that out and i would take it so personally because i like like to be a good friend i think it's important like always following up and let's hang and like even if they're regular people and like not comedians like i even make more of an effort to like even with regular people chris yeah it's harder (laughs) Harder, but what, like, what are regular people <laughs> who don't do comedy? We don't like to say the R word on this podcast. Like, <laughs> literally, everything is uncensored, but we don't drop N bombs or R regular. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about civilians. So, no negativity and no positive vibes only. We saw before you came here. <laughs> positive vibes. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I have like no comedy feuds. Joel Kim Booster and I got into a tiff once on Twitter. Who the fuck is Joel Kim Booster? I keep exactly. About. He's a very good gay comic. He was on Conan. Oh yeah, he's oh, on okay. my show. He's yeah, he's super funny. Yeah, he's no, super it's funny. I, I I have like a lot of things I don't know. But I know Joel Kim Booster <laughs> since before like he everybody. moved to New York. Like I know him predating him be like doing as well as he's doing. But he's like a really amazing guy. But he's like somebody who's like Kind of like Mateo, just a star. He always has that thing that's just like amazing. Sydney and Marie mm -mm. Faustin. Marie yeah. Faustin did the show, the storytelling show that I used to do, and ended up telling a 30 minute like story, but like stand up wow. story, and just kind of off the cuff. And we comedians call it a story. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be good. But it was just like shit. Her, her, her creativity, whatever you want to call it, I don't know if it's like, I don't know what qualifies the stand up call and storytelling. I mean, not the gays, the Jews. <laughs> the Jews. Well, same difference among the, the men. Are similar. It's similar. very similar. Jewish men are very gay ish. Uh, yes. Oh my yeah. God. You finally just like kind of hit it. Also, I think like genetically, like the when I smell the like more Jewish other? pheromones, I'm like, my body knows it's going to come out of pretzel and like, don't fuck this person. Really? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I find you myself are... traditionally unattracted to Jews now, with notable exceptions. I'm not saying I get a it's all the Jews. I'm, I'm never, never say that. I can never like... say that out loud because I'm German. Because people be like, "Oh, we get it. You don't like the Jews," but I really don't like them either. <laughs> wow, what a fucking Nazi! <laughs> I mean, they're just wow. shorter and smaller, and it's like rat leg. I'm, you know, it's just like I don't know. I've never seen a Jewish man have been like, "Wow, he's fucking sexy." Are you kidding okay, me? I have, okay. Are you, show you somebody right now. Are you gonna show me a picture of Notable Schreiber? This can I tell you something, Chrissy? You just justified the fact that when I spent a night in uh Kern in uh August, I had an overnight. All I could think was like, was a Jew dragged out of this house? I literally had a hard time. And I took seven years of German in high school. Oh, you look like a person who would take German in high yeah, school. Yeah, but I also was like obsessed with the Holocaust. But I had a hard time because <laughs> I had like just been in Auschwitz like a week before that. So then to be in Germany, Here. it was like Interesting. Flip through these. But Don't say his name out loud, but he's a <laughs> surgeon now. But I get like spontaneous erections oh God, walking by a shul. Girl. I love gay men. Do you date Jewish this person? Uh, no, I found out he was my cousin after hanging out with him like twice and falling madly, madly in love with Almost him. Almost fucked him. What? Should've Literally didn't even him. touch him. I was a scared 19-year-old virgin. Continued to be a virgin until I was 21. That's a fun Woo, fact for you. He's but hot. I mean. Looks smart too. He's, he is smart and he's like chill. Or at least I thought so when I was 19, which could mean literally everything. I was an idiot, but we wow. got along really well and it was like really fun to hang. And, He's a doctor now. Yeah, I don't want He I mean, looks like a doctor. He fucking looks like, like a doctor. He was like 6'5". Like, like, oh, I died. I literally, I wanted to die. <laughs> I didn't like grow up I with him. I fucked a doctor once. Yeah, he was a, oh, no, he's an ER surgeon. What does your boyfriend do now? He is a comedy producer. He like, he produces shows and, but he also has a day job too, like me. So we're both like, you know, regular day job grind and then, you know. Opposite sides of the comedy grind, like but, at night. So you met through comedy? Yeah, we met. Um, he came to actually a roast of a friend of mine. That's where I first sort of like. Oh. Uh, Angela Cobb. She had a roast like years ago um, before the GoFundMe years. Um, <laughs> is this a GoFundMe comic? Like, no. Um, I mean, I think she is now. But um, What does that, that mean? She's like, pay for me to live? Kind of. Oh, uh, there's so much shade being thrown. Karen looks so like, uncomfortable. Aside, like, not, to, not to talk about that, because like she is a really sweet girl. But anyway, she, there was a there was a roast, and I had to do it. And this was before I knew what roasting was. 
I just went and kind of did my own set just at her. I like had oh, no idea. Right, right, right. And then so Frank was there and I sort of like the love bubbles came out. I was like, this guy's really fucking dreamy and comfortable. And I like look at him and I'm like, this seems like a guy who's just like would never hit me. Like, there's just something like really attractive. <laughs> I was like, oh, this oh, seems like. Oh, oh, Angela Cobb's the one. I saw this. She has anxiety so she can't work or do comedy. Bullshit. But no, come on and like talk comedy. about it. I, but I guess, have anxiety, but I just you just get pills for that and go to work. Or smoke delightful. a ton of pot or like, you Masturbate. Know. Yeah. We should bring her on to talk about masturbation. <laughs> I wonder if she does I bet does she doesn't that. know about it. Yeah, she and probably that doesn't. Solve we'll, we'll like, we'll put pictures of Jill Stein all around <laughs> the studio. Be like, Jill, get off. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not, honestly? We'll have like her playing with her band in the 90s, uh, playing in the background. Playing with her band fucking now. You think she doesn't play in a band now? All right, let's play rapid fire. Okay, all right. So this is the last part where you just like ask you questions. Like we all answer them, but it's just like quick, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just whatever. Ready? It's really, you'll pick it up. All right. So how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was almost 19. And uh, how many times did you have sex with that person after that? Like twice. Mm, interesting. Young T- love. Two to four times. He just was a roadie for Rusted Root and uh, he was in town <laughs> doing that. And uh, I was angry because my roommate at the time was moving to the quad. So we like, banged on her futon because oh, I was mad at her. Chrissy. That was my first like passive aggressive act I think <laughs> <laughs> as a young adult. Some people just scrub a toilet with a toothbrush but <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then uh, I was a springboard diver in college so I had to be back at school early from one of the breaks like back right after Christmas. You were a jock at Fairfi- yeah. Fairfield? Yeah. I mean <gasps> if you can call being a diver a jock it's like kind of being a swimmer but like you know That's a jockey? bit bulkier. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit sluttier, I guess. Um, you fell from a great height onto Dick. <laughs> <laughs> no splash. All right. <laughs> or you could spit. Um, so that, why did I bring that up? Um, why did I bring up diving? Fucking on the futon. Oh, yeah. Like Your college it? roommate, but college you had to be back early. Oh, oh, right. Here's the point. So I was there for intermission and like I actually had this guy Steve the roadie guy come back to school like when nobody else was on the campus not even like like even just minimal security but nobody was there and then we like had sex like in the like the girls bathroom like in the communal girls bathroom that, you lost that's where you lost your virginity? no that's oh, that where was one of the, the second time mm-hmm. the first time was on the futon the second time was like in the communal girls bathroom and then like I got locked out of my room. Ugh. I forgot the key. So we're both naked, just with towels. And it, there's snow outside. So I had to go outside in a towel <laughs> to the middle of the quad to ring this, like, blue safety pole and be like, can you uh, let me back in? I locked myself out of my room. And I also just happened to be showering. So, and of course, it's a fucking dude who comes and, like, you know, he's like, can I see yeah, your ID? Does. I'm like, I'm out here in a towel and literally nothing else. Like, I don't have a fucking ID. Do you think my mom just dropped me off here? elaborate ruse, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, this is part of my master plan to get into a room that nobody's in. Be smart, honestly. I'm here in a towel. I think you have a gun underneath. Not to give anybody yeah, any I mean, shooting he did ideas. See, he did but see you through your right Is that away, your sex so. fantasy? What? To, have to be, to be a out. mass shooter? Would you be the perpetrator? Or... Rapid right. fire. First thing comes around. Mass shooting. Go. School shooting. But the shooting is Fuck my penis. Mary, yeah. my Fuck, penis Mary kill. Mass shooter edition. <laughs> I can't do it. No. You can't run. You can't uh, hide. I don't yeah. know. I would never do that. God. 
I would never shoot. Did you see that school. movie? You get. You need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. Rapid. Gross. Watch no. it. All right, you haven't given. Okay. One okay. Uh, is a burrito a sandwich? No. Why? Because it doesn't involve bread. It does. It's wrapped. It's, it's a, a kind of bread. It's, it's a contained. Flat. It's a contained food unit, but it's not a sandwich. But if you don't eat bread, you also wouldn't eat a, a tortilla. Yeah. Or would you? I guess it's both. They're both carbs, but I think of a sandwich as like two separated pieces. Like if the wrap mm. were even cut into two. Okay, it's a wrap cut into two. I think it's the wrap versus, I think it's a structural issue for me. <gasps> yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah. so would you rather watch a TV show, watch a movie, watch a TV show, watch a movie, I'm not done or with watch the a play? <laughs> Rapid. <laughs> movie, TV show, or play? Ooh. This is fucking easy. <laughs> Plays, I find like, ah, uh, they're not doing it for me these days. And I saw Hamilton. <laughs> like that was that was great. It was I hate musical. You. <laughs> oh God, I was at the Mike Pence Hamilton. No, I really hate you. <laughs> he got booed. A gay I, dream. <laughs> I took a small video of Mike Pence getting booed because I saw him right away. Oh my that God. view has that video has more views than anything I'll ever get on any comedy I do. As it should. And I was like, <laughs> it just was going boo, and you hear my sister next to me going boo. <laughs> his, his teacher and like it was nuts and I'm not even a person who goes to the theater a lot that is kind of nuts that's expensive. who gets to be at the theater when something like that happens and I was like, what oh. white women yeah <laughs> <laughs> lots All right. of white women fuck Mary fuck kill black funny. women white women no. <laughs> Latina women <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> oh, stop kill white women. Women. I mean somebody's gotta keep my house clean so Oh, you are German. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, fuck Mary Kill, Chelsea, Jill Stein's hot son, Jill Stein's gross son. I don't know what they look like. Um, One's kind of hot. Just imagine One's hot and not hot. I guess marry the hot one. Good girl. Fuck Chelsea Clinton, because who wouldn't want to do that? Me. Oh. <laughs> I mean, kill the person I don't know. Unless the other guy is interesting. Unless okay. he's like, could go, you know, he gives a good head or something. Well, then. thanks. Jill Stein's definitely never coming on the show. <laughs> oh, no. Why? Because I said one son's hot and one son and made Chrissy fuck one and kill one. <laughs> exactly. Without even knowing what they look like. That's how much I love Jill Stein. Uh, I'm surprised Mike Cernovich hasn't like started a pedophile ring about her yet. He was just at the theater oh, shutting down fucking Shakespeare. Mike Cernovich, come do the show. He will. I, he must. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so. We got international star Chrissy Mayer. We think you're fucking better than Chrissy Mayer, Cerno. I did perform in Boulder. That's basically the next nation over. <laughs> Colorado. It's so beautiful there. Have you guys ever been to Colorado? No, but I've been to Arizona near the Grand Canyon. <gasps> okay, rapid beautiful. fire. Do you yeah, have any yeah. more rapids? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, one more. How many Emily's do you know? How many Emily's? Yeah, how many girls named Emily? Like or men? I don't want to be heteronormative or whatever. <laughs> you mean personally yes, you or like do. no of like that I can name? Um, like, good question. Could be either or. Um, <laughs> wow. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Many. So there's the list, <laughs> right? There's uh, Emma Stone. Oh, her real name's Emily. Uh, you get your us weekly. What else? Um, God. Maybe just those two. You don't know anybody named Emily in your real life. I mean, one of them high like school. Three, um, four Emily. Okay, Emma Stone. Five Emily. Rated properly, underrated, overrated. Oh, ooh, wow! I have strong thoughts. Um, you probably think she's overrated. I really do. How did you know that? Because I uh, can read you. Um, <laughs> rated properly. I feel like it made out of class. You know, it's hard because she's uh, you know part of my people. She's a redheaded person, so naturally a blonde. Dye your hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Both of us are not natural redheads. Uh, oh, I was actually talking about her. You guys are both natural blondes. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, you are the same. That's the same. Oh, God. We're both wearing so the same underrated. costume. <laughs> God, I like her. But is she like, uh, you know, they're comparing her now to like Julia Roberts. They're calling her the new like America's Sweetheart. And, like, Over. Well, she probably is. But overrated. that's in like a stupid movie star way. But Julia Roberts also can't act on stage. I saw her. She was terrible. She was stiff. Ooh. She was Awful. Like, yeah. Wow. She was like Some horrifically shade. bad. Okay, we wow. have to go. Right. No. Chrissy, what would you like to promote? Um... Uh, I have a okay comedy at Stonewall the next one will be July 1st that's our all lesbian show it's called the hot lesbian show it's very I'm excited are they all hot they're all hot lesbians Emma Wilman. full lesbians are we talking Sydney half-sies? Washington oh. I think they're full although maybe there'll be some halves no yeah Corinne Fisher's <laughs> on there so she's more of like a she's a half you know she does a lot of women crush Wednesdays so I'm like okay you're in um, so that'll be a really fun show. And I also taped an album that will be probably out this fall. I'm pretty sure I'm going to call it Regre- Regrets, but, uh, that's like, I'm 90% sure that's the name. Regrets. Yeah. Mazel Tov. When ah. it, wait, when is your album coming out? I think the fall. Like ah. I, it, all the shows are shot. I just have to go with the producer and like cut it together and, and think more like conceptually, like what else, what other elements are going to be in there? Cause it's mm-hmm. not going to be like a straight, uh, audio, you know, up album. You singing? Uh, that might be cool to do something like a funny song or something. There's like outtakes. There's some sketches. Like, we should do a cover of Stephen Lynch's "Baby Raper." <laughs> what? It's true. He has that song. Tommy does have get, good taste. I'll have, have to get this pedophile <laughs> necklace first, though. Yeah, that actually would be a good brand for you. No one else is doing it. See how Zoom it works pedophile out. Pedophile humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I bet that's rough. Sounds fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're at Unhirable Show on Twitty and Insty. I feel like people forget about Insty, but I, I don't know Insty. why you would. It's my literal favorite. It's where you go to black out <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, also called the hole. One of several holes that we've discussed at great length on the show. Um, I don't know. Oh, Karen Margolis. I mean, it's like just the most. Thanks for listening. It's like I can't even say it. I can't Thanks, even Chrissy say Mayer. it. Yay, thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chrissy. So, so, so good. Wait, Aww. what's your Twitty? At Chrissy Mayer. C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-M-A-Y-R. Oh, one more rapid fired. Where were your relatives from 1933 to 1945? Ooh. Where were my relatives? Yeah. Your ancestors. My people. Uh, Germany. My dad was born in Germany, so for sure that side was over there. Um, 1930, fudge. So, and then the other side is maybe Norway. Uh, Yeah, Norway, and they were just moving here. You asked that question like a goy. Okay, where were they from 1940 to 1945? Were they Nazis? Uh, We think my great, my grandfather on my dad's (laughs) side might have been, because when he died, they said, oh, you know, your grandfather had a lot of guilt about the Holocaust, oh, and he was who a German, feels guilty about the Holocaust. And he was a German soldier, and I was like, "Oh, oh wait a second, hold up, hold up, damn!" Wow, would oh, but come back, bad. please do a bonus episode. Yeah, with us oh, really? Okay. Yeah, can we talk about that history? Yeah. Oh my god, please come to. back any any day. Literally. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Yay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Chrissy, come back. Yay. Chrissy, come back. Okay, we love you. Thank you. Bye. We hashtag don't forgive you. On hashtag Blue Apron. Hashtag Racehorse. Hashtag Never Forget. <laughs> 